are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spurs fans definitely had a bad reaction to the Spurs' uh, new alternate logos, but it's time to get the reasons why the backlash was so severe from the fan base itself. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, we're going to be discussing those logos again. Spurs fans are still talking about it. And would you believe it's already popping up at Ross Department Stores? Yeah. Uh, why did Spurs fans have a backlash? Why was it just so, I mean, they just tore them logos apart. We're also going to be looking at uh, what are fans thinking when it comes to Zach Levine or DeAndre Ayton. If the Spurs fan base was GM for a day and they had to pick one, who would they spend their money on to do that? And more on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs. I'm joined by Danny Sanders, a uh, longtime guest here when it comes to repping the Spurs fan base. Danny, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Always good to be back, Jeff. Always good to hang with you. Always good to talk Spurs. Always good to talk uh, life in general. So, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. And uh, make sure to follow Danny on Twitter at DannySanders80. Do it right now. Great follow. Loves to talk Spurs and much, much more. Um, Danny, it's kind of hard for us to start this show uh, without uh, bringing up kind of like just what happened yesterday out in Texas, specifically Uvalde, Texas. It's it's impacting the sports world. It impacted the Spurs. Uh, basically, if you do not know, uh, there was a mass shooting at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas. Um, more than, you know, I believe, Danny, correct me wrong, I think it's like now 20 people um, or more than 20 yeah. have yeah. been found uh, shot and dead after a, a lone gunman, 18-year-old, uh, went to the elementary sc- school and um, took the lives of Many, Danny, the Spurs uh, had a reaction. They released a statement saying their thoughts are with the families uh, that suffered or suffering in this tragedy. Lonnie Walker, Devin Vassell, Trey Jones, all of them, you know, spoke out. Even former Spur Steve Kerr, he he definitely had a reaction when he refused to talk about the game. Uh, it was a game, um, well, the fourth game in their series against uh, the Mavericks and focused more on the tragedy. Danny, man, uh, your thoughts on what just happened yesterday? You know, Jeff, um, it was obviously tragic. Uh, I'm actually out of town, uh, out in West Texas for work, and I started getting alerts, I think around like maybe noon, noon time, mm-hmm. maybe one o'clock. And at first, I mean, you know, like with with any with anything that happens like that, I mean, you, you start hearing all these reports. And I mean, I, I for, for the most part, I, I pretty much use Twitter as my news source. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you see all of these different, different uh, reports about the gunman being in custody and there weren't any, there weren't any children shot and killed. And then later on you see that that's wrong. And I mean, I think in any, in any of those instances, um, especially as a parent, uh, a father of three, I mean, you right away think Mm -hmm. about your own kids. Yeah, it it was, it was, it was, it it was tragic. I mean, it really Mm -hmm. was. It was one of those issues where you, um, you really do, um, you hate to say this, but I mean, it sometimes takes events like that to kind of center you and bring you back to just an understanding that life is short. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, we, we, I think we take things to, we take things for granted too often to where, um, 
yeah, it, it was very unfortunate and unfortunate mm-hmm. that those little lives um, were lost and they won't be able right. to experience the joy of life and, and everything that ha- has in it. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I definitely appreciated seeing Steve Kerr's comments and I, I think I even ret- retweeted that and mm-hmm. made some comments of my own because um, changes definitely need to be made for sure. Yeah. And um, I own guns and I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call myself a gun advocate, but I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely, um, as, as someone who, <laughs> as someone who has, uh, been threatened, uh, before, uh, mm-hmm. uh, with, with my own life. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand the, the necessity of guns, but at the same time, um, something has to get done because, no, no, uh, no child should be in fear of ever losing their life. No person should be in fear of ever losing their life mm-hmm. just to go to school or church or the grocery store. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you hate, you hate to do the whole cliche, our thoughts and prayers are with the families. They obviously are, but at, at the same end, um, I'm hoping that, um, our elected officials are doing more today. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was on the fence, Danny, about uh, starting, well, doing a lockdown Spurs uh, show for today. As a matter of fact, the network even got a hold of me to say, look, uh, you know, if I don't want to, I didn't have to. But, um, you know, here we are, you know, I figure we address it. And uh, yeah, it hit close to home. Uh, you know, Uvalde, Texas, I believe, Danny's about 80 miles outside of San Antonio, a little what, south. Yeah. Southwest. An hour, yeah. an hour and a half, two hours. It's not very yeah. far at all. Yeah. So it's very close to San Antonio. And as a matter of fact, you know, that is an area that the Spurs, um, you know, are, you know, are cultivating the fan base. Everybody knows that they're trying to expand their fan base. Uvalde definitely fits into that, you know, um, aim that they're aiming for. So and there's a lot of Spurs fans out in Uvalde. Uh, and it was just really touching to see not only the Spurs, but the players themselves. And mentioned Lonnie Walker. You know, he put on social media his thoughts. Trey Jones as well. Devin Vassell. Uh, even even LeBron James, uh, yeah. you know, mentioned something about it, but yeah, it, it was a difficult decision, you know, whether to proceed or take a day off from lockdown Spurs. But um, you know, we figured we, Danny and I could address it and uh, just uh, let everybody know that our thoughts are with the families in Uvalde. You know, it was a tragic scene. You know, I didn't I didn't realize just how. I mean, I saw the reports and it was leading up to it, but you know, I thought it was just one of those contained situation like oh okay they found a kid you mm-hmm. know threatening and but nothing more than that and then yeah as the day was progressing i was like well wait a minute this is bigger than you know just a simple threat here and i was like oh my and then it wasn't towards the end of the night where um you know everything started coming to light and so the amount of deaths out there but you want to go to kensfight.com right now there's many services that are happening in San Antonio as far as if you want to help. And if you do live in the uh, South Texas, San Antonio area, because uh, it has a list of, you know, blood, you know, where you can go d- donate blood. You can drop off supplies, uh, you know, if, if just a ways to make an impact and try to help the families as they're trying to cope with this. But hopefully this is not uh, hopefully this is not you know, a consistent thing, but man, you know, in today's world, Danny, I mean, and th- we're just, are we just coming off another shooting in upstate New York? You know, in the yeah, supermarket? In, yeah. In Buffalo, so, the week before in last, Buffalo, yeah. yeah. So uh, definitely and, and, you know, be I mean, careful just, out just, there, everybody. Just real quick. I mean, just, just kudos to you because yeah, I mean, it, it could have been really easy for you to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take a, take a day off. And yeah. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't have been the wrong decision either, but um, I mean, let's, let's face it. Right. 
who's listening to these podcasts. It's, it's Spurs fans. It's people that we we interact yeah. with on Twitter. We all Spurs have fans probably in Uvalde, you know, it's like yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah. And th- there's only ever going to be change with this if we continue the dialogue. If, if if we stop talking about it, if if we stop addressing it, if if we if we become desensitized to this, and I mean it's hard mm-hmm. not to right at this point because right. th- literally three mass shootings have occurred in the last three weeks, three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. So I mean it it's hard to not become a little desensitized to it in the sense that you just hear about it in the news, but. Mm-hmm as long as we continue the dialogue and then talk about it. And as long as we continue to say, Hey, um, this cannot stand this, this mm-hmm. cannot continue. And especially, especially whenever it comes to kids, I mean, all, mm-hmm. all lives matter. Right. I mean, they, they do, they do. Um, I'm, I'm not wanting to make a political thing about that. I'm, I'm saying all lives matter, but right. especially whenever you talk about children, I mean, children, they're, they're, um, not to go all eighties pop pop song on you, but they are our future. Right. I mean, and, and uh, as a parent, whenever you think about your child, um, I literally cannot think about functioning or going on in my own life if anything ever happened to any of my kids. So, I mean, um, I can't even imagine the terror that the parents felt mm-hmm. yesterday and today and mm-hmm. uh, for a very long time. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, it, keep talking about it. Keep talking yeah. about it. Keep bringing it up because uh, yeah. that's the only way we're going to change anything. Yeah, and be careful out there. Uh, be safe, everybody. And again, kens5.com uh, has all the information you need if you want to make an impact. And all right, well, um, we're going to go ahead and continue our discussion now about your silver and black. Uh, again, Spurs fans definitely had a reaction. It was not good when the Spurs uh, announced a trio of new alternate logos. We're going to find out why. Why did the fans have such a bad reaction? And much, much more in this episode of Lockdown Spurs. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about Built Bar. They got themselves a new bar called the Brownie Batter Puff. Look, I love brownies, and I think a lot of people love brownies. Well, imagine eating a brownie uh, in a puff protein bar form, and it actually tastes like a, a batter brownie. Uh, that's what's really good about Built Bars. They put taste first deliciousness first and then they try to figure out okay how we're going to make this healthy for you so basically just think of these built bars as protein infused marshmallowy bars covered in 100 percent chocolate and it's made of collagen protein so it absorbs faster into your system so it's healthy for you look with only just 140 calories 17 grams of protein and only seven grams of sugar the new brownie batter puffs are the perfect pick-me-up for any day as a matter of fact danny i had one right before we started the episode uh this fan episode with you so they're definitely uh-huh. delicious. They're very, very good. As mentioned, covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. The brownie batter puffs will have you completely forgetting that you're eating the protein bars. He said, no need to pitch yourself. This is real life. Go to built.com. Get the brownie batter puffs now. Again, built.com. Uh, use promo code LOCK15. That'll get you 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, well, <laughs> we're now back with Danny Sanders after he gave us his brownie update. And um, we're going to be now asking him to rep the fan base, give us the reasons why the Spurs fans just, I, Danny, they just hated those logos, didn't they? Uh, well, for those of you who don't know, the Spurs will be celebrating their 50th anniversary next season. And they're slowly rolling out celebration things, you know. So right now, for example, the 50th logo, you know, very nice, big 5-0 gold black okay cool 
likely going to happen a reunion game in the Alamo Dome. Nothing official, but that's all signs are pointing to that. The worst kept secret right now among Spurs fans, they will bring back the ABA jerseys. It's already been leaked. But, there's, you know, you see where they're going. They're building it up. So they said, hey, here's some three new alt logos. One is the state of Texas with the spur kind of jutting like into it and the spur star spur landing on the San Antonio area. Then there's another one was a basketball and it just says SATX for San Antonio, Texas. And then just one without the basketball and it says SATX with the spur underneath the uh, A. Uh, Wow, Danny. Spurs fans hated them, didn't they? They did, and they had a very strong reaction to it. And I, I honestly, um, I was traveling that day, so I was getting off a plane, and I, I happened to catch it. And I actually had to go. I, I wanted to make sure that the logos were actually coming from the Spurs accounts because I was like, this, this can't. I mean, this isn't, this isn't real, right? This you is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, de- it definitely, this is you a- know that. That that was the vibe among the Spurs fans. Yeah, they were like, "What did we just yeah. see?" <laughs> this isn't something that um, our San Antonio Spurs are putting out as a 50, 50, uh, 50th anniversary uh, alternate logo. But 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 here's the thing, and this is this is why I think we had such a strong reaction to it because we all know, right? I mean, I think I want to say for the last, especially for the last three or four seasons, um, the Spurs kind of got bullied into going back to the Fiesta colors. I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think they even kind of made a joke about it by having different tweets um, um, posted about how they need to go back to Fiesta colors and they were really getting pushed for that. Mm-hmm. And finally, what, two seasons ago, we got those glorious black and black jerseys with the Fiesta colors. And I think that those were, I mean, they were great. I mean, they were, they were total fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely better than the ones last year. It wasn't too crazy about the ones last year, but anyway, um, we all know, I mean, aside from the Fiesta colors, a lot of us, most of us, most most Spurs fans, they they want to they want to go retro. They want to go mm-hmm. back to those old ABA ABA George Gervin jerseys where they had San Antonio emblazoned on the front, and that's what they want. I mean, it and it, it really is. It's keep it simple, stupid, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you don't need to go and do all these alternate logos. And I mean, I get it, right? At this point, it's to sell merchandise. Yeah, that's that's what it comes Figure, down to. You yeah. figure, hey, we'll, we'll we'll get some alternate logos out there. Somebody will buy it. We'll sell we'll sell, sell a bit more merch over here. But you know what? If they kept if they keep it simple, give us give us the old black and silver jerseys with the San Antonio emblazoned in the front, like the way George Gervin's old jersey was. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, well, the that jersey is coming back next season. At. That that jersey well, yeah, will and, be and, back. Yeah, yeah, and and we're all excited about it. But it's like give us more of that. Don't 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 give us alternate. Mm-hmm. Give us more of that. Give us more of what we're going to be doing with that. And I think that's what it comes down to. I I think it comes down to we all know that yeah. We even though we're getting it back, give us more of it. Let's let let let's see more mm-hmm. of it. Let's see more of that direction rather than the direction that we saw, where it looked like it was something out of uh, the Cartoon <laughs> Network. Where I mean, it, it it just looked real generic. It it looked really really generic. And I mean, I was disappointed i mean to say the least and i think yeah. a lot of spurs fans were yeah i, I agree with you they, they, they were very basic uh but if you look in the spurs past history with their alternate logos they've been very much in the same vein uh you know remember that one 
failed one. I believe it was just a basketball and had the letter S and the A at the top at the bottom. Yes. You know, they they trotted it out and then it Mm -hmm. just kind of like vanished. Like you never heard about it again. And you'll see it little once in a while pop up in some merchandise, but it never really was pushed in front of the fan base as these uh, three were. You look even back in our day, Danny, remember the, uh, the, I always call it the lost alternate logo. The time they try to splash like a, kind of like a, an emerald green in it. Wasn't it yes. like a, a triangle, a triangle behind the spur or a plus sign? It was something like that. And um, that was back like around 2007, 2008 ish, I think. Yeah. yeah they, they tried to pull that one. Mm-hmm. They tried to pull that one off. I think it was on their shooting jerseys, but, you know, then again, faded into history. You know, now, now now these are really being pushed out there. As a matter of fact, some fans are already sharing that some of the t-shirts with those new logos are already at Ross. <laughs> Can you believe well, that? Well, I mean, Andy? they have to be they have, they have to be at Ross because I'm sure I'm sure that by this weekend, especially it being a three day weekend, we're gonna see it down on South Florida's, we're gonna see it down on military, <laughs> some kind of some kind of some some kind of jerseys that may or may not be licensed will have that uh, that those, those new alternate logos in place and down there saying what what, what the, do you think the they should have done? <laughs> what do you think they should have just not not do anything? Just leave it alone? Just no alternate I, jer- I, logos? Just stick to what they got? Or do, yeah, what, what, what you know, do, I mean, you know? here's the thing, and I mean, obviously, we've been talking about the whole deal with the possibility of a move and I mean the, the four games and everything and knowing full well we have what the NBA draft coming up in a little over a month or about a month right yeah. they want to they they want to still be in the conversation they have to be they have to be in the conversation especially because they're doing now the the luncheons and it right now for the uh, season ticket holders they still want to mm-hmm. draw attention for that they still want to draw new season ticket holders in they have to stay a part of the conversation. So they decided, hey, because of that, let's go ahead and let's throw out these alternate logos. It'll 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 spark something, right? They, it, it may not mm-hmm. it may not have sparked the conversation that they wanted, but it's all about it, it's all about staying a part of the conversation right now. I think to me, I think rather than doing that, yeah, less is more right now. Let's not let's not go too extravagant as far as alternate logos, alternate jerseys. We know what we want. We want the black and silver, the 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 old ABA mm-hmm. ones that are coming back. Let's celebrate the fiftieth the fiftieth anniversary that way. Let's not start to get too creative and start doing the whole like. I mean, it, it just it just looked really generic. It, I mean, that's mm-hmm. really the best way I can put it. It looked really generic, and I think it was the wrong move. But I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm not trying to be a hater here. I'm not, I mean, again, I make observations, and I think in this particular instance, they fell short. Yeah, they well, they definitely uh, fell short with the fan base. Uh, who knows? I don't think so, but I, I doubt the Spurs will recall them and try again. I think, yeah, I think uh, so. Spurs fans who were were smart with this one. I think they what the San Antonio Spurs should have done is just have a basic um, fan contest. Like, hey, hey, yeah. fans, we're looking we're looking at an alternate logos. We need three of them. The top three t- uh, designs win, and congratulations, you're a big winner. Here's your cash prize. Here's a jersey. You know, you get first dibs, something. I think that would have been the route to go. Um, and, you know, Spurs fans have already been tweaking the new logo. Some of them are, are more improved, incorporating the Fiesta colors. But, yeah, uh, Spurs fans did not like it. That is 100% sure. But we're not done talking about your silver and black. When we get back, we're going to be asking Danny, if fans were the GM for a day and they had all that money they could spend, as the Spurs do right now in the offseason, 
would they throw it at Zach Levine, Aiden, or none of the above? But before we do that, I want to talk to you about Bet Online. Look, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and much, much more. They already have odds on Becky Hammond uh, will return to the NBA and be a head coach. They have odds on the Pop will be back uh, next season. Uh, yeah, they, I go to them whenever I need my futures or, or props. You want to head to the website today. That's BetOnline. Use your mobile device. Look, you got a cell phone. You got a laptop. You got a tablet. Use them. Go to Bet Online, learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. We are back with Danny Sanders on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Now, make sure to go check out Lockdown NBA Big Board. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletters is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in depth look into the NBA draft, mock draft, player rankings, and of course, big boards. Spurs fans are definitely looking at mock drafts right now with three first round picks. Uh, it's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Danny, we're in the. Uh, we're in the thick of things in the offseason, and Spurs fans love to play GM, don't they? Oh, my God. I mean, they apparently they think it's Just NBA 2K League sometimes, and they think, <laughs> okay, they're thinking like, here's Lonnie Walker and Joe Wieskamp for uh, Luka Doncic. You know, make it happen. You know, I mean, this is that <laughs> crazy. But nevertheless, look, the Spurs are, I believe, the, the second – team in the league right now with the most cap space i, I think it's the knicks I, I think or the knicks are the blazers one of the two but the point is is the spurs have a lot of money to spend on free agents and they can hand out at least one max deal and the names right now that are being reported and rumored linked to san antonio uh center deandre and ayton out of phoenix and uh, bulls zach levine we saw dejounte murray i don't i wouldn't even call it low-key you know, recruiting, high-key recruiting uh, Zach Levine to San Antonio uh, as soon as the season was over. Nevertheless, Spurs fans are definitely debating about this. You know, Aiton or, or, or Levine, which one is it? Danny, if you could put on your GM hat for the day, who would get that money if you're GM? And who do you think the Spurs fan base would give the money to if they were GM? <laughs> So I've thought about that one. And obviously, I mean, I like putting my GM cap on uh, frequently uh, whenever it comes to, to the Spurs and talking about it on Twitter. But but here's the thing. Um, I'm not crazy about either of them. I'm, I'm really not. I mean, mm-hmm. um, obviously, either of them would be an upgrade to what we have now because I think for – I mean, I, I've been saying it for a while. We are talent deficient. We need talent. We need, we need more talent. And you can see the talent gap whenever we play – uh, more talented and better teams mm-hmm. uh, were outclassed consistently. So, I mean, either of them would be an upgrade, right? But whenever you're thinking about this team and you're thinking about the young core and where we want to go and where we want to be in two or three or five or 10 years, you have to obviously, I mean, you, you can't make mistakes. And I, I, I think I've been saying that now for a while. This team can't miss, which is still why I always rail of why I mean they, they chose Samanich a few years ago right. with that and wasted wasted that pick essentially when they could have had at least two or three other picks that sure they wouldn't have been game changers, 
but they would have been assets and we could have turned those assets into something, if not a productive player, maybe mm-hmm. another draft pick. So, I mean, but I, I don't want to belabor that point. So we cannot miss, we cannot miss in the draft. We cannot miss in free agency. We cannot waste our money and, and use it frivolously. So we're going to have to be smart about it, but here's, here's, here's what I think it comes down to for me. When you think about our team and you think about our, our, our deficiencies this past year, um, sure, we always need a score, right? I mean, DeJounte, I think for the most part, was our primary score, our best all-around player. Um, I think Devin kind of came up towards the end there, killed in obviously mm-hmm. throughout the year. So we could always use a more, a, a more, more punch in scoring. Rebounding was, was really our big issue. I mean, we gave up so many offensive rebounds over and over and over and over again. But then I think about it. I mean, yeah, Aiton's a big man, right? I mean, he's he's seven foot, whatever, six eleven, and um, he's he's young. I think he's twenty two. I'm not mistaken, twenty two, twenty three. But he's not like a ferocious rebounder. It's not like we're going to get right. him and expect him to bring down like fifteen or mm-hmm. sixteen rebounds a game. He's more. Do you kind of get that I mean, already with Portal? You, you, you kind of get you that do. with Pertle already? Yeah, you do. You you really do. And even though, I mean, I'm not a huge Pertle fan, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am I'm definitely turned the corner with him this past year, and I I, mm-hmm. I felt like he turned the corner a little bit. But, I mean, again, like, he just – he he didn't cut the mustard, right? And, and ultimately, uh, I think I said it during the season, he's a backup. That's what he is. He he, he should be a backup. And, I, and on a really good team, he's probably the second backup. On, on a really good team. Um, so, I mean, I, I think we've squeezed all the juice out of him that we can. So if you're asking me between Aiton and Levine, who do we use our money on? And looking at our team, I think what we, what, what the, 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 the smart move would be this because based solely on age, right? Because I think, I, I think Levine is like 27 or 28, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he's a little Aiden, older. Aiden's a kid. Aiden has that uh, Greg Oden effect, though. He looks older than his age. He does. He, he looks yeah. older. I mean, he's born in Jamaica. So, I mean, who knows? He might be older. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how. how <laughs> I don't know how how the record keeping's kept over in Jamaica, but um, I mean, he he might be. But I think what we do is we offer the max to him. All right, to Aiden, based solely on age and need. Mm-hmm. Um. If we had a different looking team, I would say Levine, because then then there's also this and 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 follow me, follow me on this one. I don't know if you saw this. Um, I, I forgot to send it to you, but there's rumors now, reports coming out about possibly the NBA announcing a new new expansion teams. I think what in two years, right? Las Vegas and Seattle. Did you catch that? Right. No, I did not catch that. What's up? Well, I mean, here's my thought. We all know, and I think I've said it before. If Seattle gets a team back, I think DeJounte's gone. I think he goes back to Seattle. And I don't blame him, okay? That's fine. I mean, I I, I don't. Is Kawhi Leonard? Well, and, and here's the thing. It wouldn't be like Kawhi because, I mean, Kawhi was just a snake. I mean, he just didn't. I mean, he, he blamed right. the organization. I mean, he, he, he basically quit on us. I don't think DeJounte would do that. But I do think DeJounte would say, hey, I'd like to go back home. And I think the Spurs will probably oblige him. Especially mm-hmm. because, again, if we're looking at timelines, time frames, and everything, he's a little older than maybe some of our our younger guys, but by about three or four years. Um, but Levine's from Seattle too, and yeah, um, Dejounte did pull that Photoshop. Uh, what about a month ago now, with having Levine in Spurs jersey, and 
I think he is kind of recruiting him. But if, if, if maybe they sniff, hey, Seattle might get a team here in two or three years. Maybe they do say, hey, we can join right now or we can join mm-hmm. later and you should go back home. And maybe, right. maybe, may, maybe Levine's fine where he is in the Chicago market where it's the, what, the third or fourth largest market in the, the U.S. And mm-hmm. sure, I mean, he might be playing behind DeRozan a little bit, but we know, I mean, unless something substantial happens, I mean, the Bulls are kind of capped off at, at, at who they are. They're a first round exit team, mm-hmm. what they are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of think that, that ultimately, um, they might play themselves out of town anyway, based on, on, on there being a Seattle team. So right. with that being the case, yeah, I, I would probably trust putting my money more on Aiton because of his age, because of potential, because of his size. Right. And, and I, I think him working with, uh, David and Tim and some of our, our development guys, I mean, they could make, maybe, maybe turn him into something more than what he's been with the Suns. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that. That's what I would do. But what I'm hoping, what I'm hoping happens is actually this: I'm hoping we end up drafting a big man in the, in the draft. Either, um, I mean, it would it'd be great getting Keegan Murray or Terry Eason or or someone like that. That we'll, we we can kind of solidify that front court with a player that way, rather than spending it in the draft. That way, we're, we we continue to be more flexible. That way, we can maybe mm-hmm. do some some trades or something, and maybe bring bring some some cap space in to where. Um, we can absorb that to where uh, it would fit our needs a little bit better. Yeah, we're looking at uh, Zach Levine's fair market value. This is via Profit Profit TX. Uh, he's asking in the range of well, his fair market value is about twenty five million to thirty four million. That's the range for him. Uh, DeAndre Ayton and his agent have come out and made it public that they are looking for a max deal. So, sons, it's not a good sign when you're one of your better players and his agent are out there in public demanding the max deal. Uh, all signs are likely pointing to his exit. Uh, Vegas, Danny, has the Spurs pegged with the third best odds at landing a DeAndre Ayton uh, behind uh, the Pistons. And I believe the Magic, and that probably changed because the Magic got the number one pick, but that was the last Vegas odds. Don't know if that pushes San Antonio up to maybe the second odd. But nevertheless, yeah, it's it's kind of a... I, I, I'm, on the, I'm on the thing where I'm like, it's win-win, you know, like, okay, you get Aiden, you address the knee, the young, the youth side of it, and a, a slight upgrade from Pirtle, slight. Mm-hmm. And, okay, you, but if you miss out and you get Levine, okay, well, what's the thing the Spurs needed to pair DeJounte with? You know, another consistent 20 or more point score a night. You know, and now credit Keldon, he came on late, but we need to see if he can sustain that for an entire year. Uh, but Zach Levine, it gives you at least 25 or more at minimum, you know, sometimes at night. Uh, and that's what the, something that the Spurs needed. So we'll see. Yeah. And uh, but what do you think the Spurs fans would say if you had to put your now your fan base cap on all in on Aiden, all in on Levine or none of the above? You know, I mean, I, I think it's a mixed bag. I've seen yeah. I've seen fans say both. Uh, hey, I mean, we prefer Aiton over Levine. I've seen other fans saying Levine over Aiton. Um, I think the majority of the fans are probably like me as far as saying, "Hey, I mean, let's see, let, let's see who we can who we can draft. Let's see who we can address mm-hmm. our needs in the draft." I really, 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 really like Jeremy Sohan. Uh, I really mm-hmm. hope that there's a way we can secure him. Um, I think right right now it seems like he's really um, moving up the draft board there at the combine. So 
I, I don't know if he's going to be available or nine. I don't know what our plans are as far as moving up in the draft potentially. I hope that that's still something that's, that's being talked about because like I've been saying since the season ended, all options need to be explored. All Absolutely. options need to be explored. No, yeah. one, no one should be untouchable. Uh, we've missed the playoffs now three years. It's not like we have an untouchable player at this point. All options need to be explored. Absolutely. He is Danny Sanders. He is repping the fan base on this fan episode of Locked On Spurs. Now, before we go to put a wrap on this episode of Locked On Spurs, I want to thank you for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. Now for your second listen, uh, check out Locked On NBA. From the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals, Locked On experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. Danny, one more time, tell everybody how they can chat with you on social media. At Danny Sanders 80. Um, yeah, definitely chat it up. I'm always open for a conversation. Definitely like uh, debating. And, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, just again, with everything that's happened the last 24 hours or so. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, be, just be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Be, yeah. be kind today. By the way, everybody, I know this is pretty not a video, but Danny left his video on and I can see him working right now. It looks like it looks like he's <laughs> in uh, some uh, empty it out house or office building or that's your office yeah it's an office space here yes his office yeah 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 he's looking very uh in work mode he has his eyeglasses on he has his hair slicked back uh-huh. looking sharp there danny you're looking sharp there always you know um can never can never uh can never tell who you might run into exactly make sure to subscribe to lockdown spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast google play stitcher itunes and now on youtube and yeah, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Check out kens5.com slash Spurs. There's a big report out there, big rumor that Spurs owner Peter J. Holt is looking to purchase a soccer club, uh, soccer club, excuse me, out in Mexico, um, separate and apart from Spurs Sports and Entertainment. So don't get all crazy, Spurs fans. But it's interesting to see that uh, news and much, much more. So for Dandy Sanders, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.